This is W. Devoncraft Esquire, and you are listening to the uh, BS Podcast Network. You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond is a familiar dimension. Not one of sight, but a dimension of sound and of the creative mind. You're moving into a land of artistic buffs talking Disney stuff. You've just crossed over into Magic Our Way. New Orleans, present day, amid the ever-changing landscape of the Disney fan life, two men, a musician and a visual artist, tackle the news, the rumors, and the dreamings of the day. Now joined by a comic book writer and a travel agent, they will bring you new insights and tease out new thoughts of the films, the parks, and the community at large. Tonight's episode will take you beyond the formats of most podcasts and calls upon the listener. This, you may soon realize, is a listener-driven podcast, heavily influenced by its Moican nation waiting for you. They invite you, if you'd care, to reach out via social media, email, text, or voicemail. So let's go make some magic. Jumbo, everyone, and Harambe. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way podcast. podcast. Sante Sun, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are Artistic Bus talking about dizzy stuff, and this is the show in which every opinion is welcome. We put the D, I S N E Y, in your Disney fan life. MagicOurWay.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And with us today, we have. Excelsior! You know, 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 you know. I have the You know the story's all about the glory. It is our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good, and the greetings and salutations to all of my weekends out there listening tonight. How you fellas doing? Hey, how you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? Oh, how you doing? Doing. I'm hey, doing. Doing. Yeah. What I'm doing. It's hot. I'm doing. You know, what you going to do? What you going to do? This doing. cultural appropriation <laughs> is pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> Lay off the Italians. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, well, hey, good to be here. <laughs> Loving it. Awesome. Glad to have you here, sir. And also on today's show, we have... Show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Hey, must be the money. Money, money, money. Money. Show me the money. It is Mr. I Know More Than Your Friend, Suck It Up, Tough Loving Ever So Lovely, Travel Agent from Magical Moments Vacations, Mosquito Killing Date Night at Denny's, Bend You Over the Chair, Lily Top, it's Mr. Beijing Chloe, Senior Johnny Salami himself, our resident professor of gyrotechnics, Lee DJ, White Cheddar, Papa Smurf, and No Hassle Vika. How you doing, Lee? What? <laughs> what? Who? Why? What? Oh, my what? God. Who? <laughs> Who? What? That is the worst Vinnie Barbarino impression I've ever heard. 
<laughs> Maybe. It's about as good as it's going to get. Yeah, it took me like 10 minutes in to figure out what he was doing. Oh, 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 Mr. Katia. Mr. Katia. Yeah, I'm uh, Freddie Boom Mr. Boom Katia. Washington. Yes, if you ain't guessed by now, you're listening to a bunch of old f***s. Uh, you know. Yes. We're not ancient yet. But we still f- so. Yeah. Yes, we're still down too. Yeah, we're down with D- Gabe Ka- Kaplan. We're not old. <laughs> we're, not, we're down with Gabe Kaplan. Down with GP. Down with GGP. Yeah, you know me. What? Mr. Kate. Yes. Nice. Well, guys, we got a great show for you today. Yeah, we're going to sit here and discuss who would be Boom Boom, yes. who would be Barbarino, who would be Horshack, and who would be Epstein. Epstein. Ah. See, I don't think you would be Epstein because of the hair factor, Kevin. I don't have the hair that Epstein has. No, you do. I don't. No. I could probably pull up a Horshack. You got, yeah. Want, can I, want, you want to try? Oh, 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 my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Is that close? No. That's good. I like that. Oh. You're in. Oh, thanks. Yay. I got yeah. the cut. Yeah. Leo will have to be Epstein. Leo will have to be Epstein. Yeah, because yes. he has the hair, but it's all growing downward. <laughs> <laughs> Grab him, pull down on his fro. Have it in the wrong general area. Yeah. So, guys, we got a great show for you lined up today. Well, we got a little news story that we're going to talk about, about playing Disney parks. Not playing with your parks, but playing Disney parks. <laughs> And uh, it's Eli's turn this week to present his show with us. So, you know, we're in for a treat. E- Eli, you want to tell the listeners what, we're, what, what, what you got planned? Uh, yeah. You want to tell us what you got planned? <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm just going to I'm gonna give you some uh, fraudulent four. That's what I call the title, at least. But uh, four stories of fraud that has been committed around Disney, basically. And I'm going to try to make it as uh, entertaining as possible. So it's like the Fantastic Four, but Fantastic Four, but fake. Yeah, it's fraudulent. Like, yes. It's like four people that have have done some fraudulent done things. It's like the Rogues Gallery of the of the Fantastic Four. They would be the fraudulent four. Yes, right. Yeah. I like it. Okay. okay, the guys we got playing with Disney parks, a little fraudulent four. So enough of my jibber jabber. Let's go make some magic. There are many news articles in the Disney World, the Disney Fan Universe. But today we're going to concentrate on one, and that's with playing with said universe. And there is a specific app that is coming out very, very soon called Play Disney Parks. Uh, No doubt you've probably seen this posted on numerous Disney fan websites uh, and as well as on the Disney Parks blog. Um, So, yeah, this app is called Disney uh, Play Disney Parks. And the whole premise behind it is it's uh, it's location based. So uh, according to this particular article, when you are in Disney World or Disneyland, it'll automatically come to life, activate, and you'll be able to do things, interact with the environment that you're around. And it ca- and I'm assuming it kind of works the same way as the Disney Cruise app. Right now, my Disney Cruise app is pretty useless, but when I'm in it, I step on the boat. It, all of a sudden, all this kind of stuff, I can text, I can look at the latest navigator, all this kind of stuff would happen. Mm-hmm. Except in this particular case, there's supposed to be all kinds of activities. And uh, just a kind of quote from the Disney Parks blog. I'm going to read this little paragraph here that they read. And it says, The Play Disney Parks app will allow guests to play with family and friends while waiting in line for some favorite attractions. There's something for everyone to enjoy, from activities that interact with select attraction queues to games that bring favorite Disney stories to life in immersive new ways. And uh, guests can also earn and share digital collectibles when they receive themed achievements. Earn for experiences both in the app and across the Disney parks. And with the Disney trivia feature, family and friends can band together to see if they have what it takes to become Disney trivia masters as they discover fun facts about their favorite theme parks. 
There you have it. So the My Disney Experience app will still be functioning, and that'll help you take care of your touring um, and fast passes, dining reservations, all that kind of stuff. This is primarily for, you know, it seems like waiting in line. You know, it seems like a portable queue, interactive queue that you can take with you is uh, maybe there might be some element of augmented reality, a la the Pokemon Go app, possibly, you know, that I, I see that happening. But, um, of course, mass, must, must message, <laughs> of course, message, <laughs> message and data and roaming rates apply. As I like when I get a good message. I yeah. love a good message. Muscles yes. get tight. Shoulders tight. Yes. Um, but yeah, so there's the app. That's the, probably the latest news that has come out as of Monday, June 11th. What do you guys think of this? I hate this. You hate this. Hate I it. hate it. I, I don't get me wrong. I don't hate the app because I haven't seen the app. I haven't experienced it. I just, I hate the, the idea yeah. okay. of this app. Like this idea r- represents everything that is wrong in the thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, with the higher ups right now, it's like the problem isn't that people need something to do when standing in line. The problem is that people are standing in line for over an hour. Right. You know, it's like you're, you're dealing with a, the symptom and not the problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's what I hate about. I don't even know how you sell this to the public. I mean, they've done a good job. They're like, oh, you're going to be able to do this. You're going to be able to do that. But I mean, really, it's like all I'm hearing is like, wow. <sighs> So let me get this shirt. I get to spend more time on my phone while I'm in the <laughs> right, parks. Right, right, and squeeze the batteries. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. like if you haven't gotten enough from booking fast passes, booking ADR, it's, switching around times, taking photos, can can you figure out another way to get me on the uh, on my phone? Can we figure out another way to drain my battery to have my kids fighting over which one gets the phone <laughs> and which one gets to ask the the, the question? Uh, you know. I don't know. I it just it just seems like just such backwards thinking. It's like well, you know they have a sponsor for this at least though. What's that? Fuel Rods. Fuel Rods is sponsoring this app. You know, I thought about that. I'm like, man, the Fuel Rods <laughs> people have got to be really happy with this. Yeah, that's that's my thought process. It's just a conspiracy to sell more Fuel Rods. That must be yeah. it. Didn't even that's know they were is. there. And now you're not going to be able to miss them. Conspiracy. Right. It's a conspiracy. It's a riddle wrapped inside of a battery wrapped inside of a charger but yeah i mean i i I wasn't i'm not gonna say i wasn't a fan of i just didn't get and didn't understand the whole pokemon go thing um so you know i'm just too old maybe like my kid liked it and you know he got out of the house and went down to the park and it was kind of cool but but that's that's here and i'm in real life and i got nothing to do but sit around and play xbox and then this pokemon go thing comes around and now i'm out in the park and i'm walking around i'm doing cool stuff i'm seeing stuff so that's kind of cool right but you're already at disney like yeah. how much more entertainment do you need you know and uh, i guess i could play devil's advocate and say you know well what's the difference between this and you know playing tic tac toe in line or you know telling knock knock jokes in line or you know, whatever it is, blowing whatever it is that people do to entertain themselves while they're in line. Now it's just this generation's way of doing it. But that that is even doesn't even really make sense because Pokemon Go, it's all about going around the parks and finding stuff. You're sitting in line. How much stuff are you going to find? Well, a couple things. Like, so, yeah, you're making that correlation. I've seen a couple other people do it too to Pokemon Go. I've yet to see anything yet where they say that there's going to be a virtual 
Pokemon wow. Go type game. Right. Like I've seen trivia. I've seen information that's going to be released through the apps and little interactive elements in the queue. Uh, them releasing a Pokemon game, I, I have not heard that yet. I think that's speculative. Speculative at, at this point. I mean, it's uh, just my assumption of the you know the the platform. No, because you're not alone. You're not alone. A lot yes. of other people have kind of suggested the same thing that maybe you'll see something like that. I, to me, what's so egregious about it to me is that. It's Disney acknowledging that there's it, it's like they're looking at the situation. It's kind of like what I said before. And they're saying, oh, I see. We have a problem here. All these people, they're waiting here for over an hour. Yeah. Yeah. This is a definite problem. All these people in line have nothing to do. We need to give them something to do. It's like they're not thinking about the fact that, no, the problem is that all these people are waiting in line for over an hour. Not that they just don't have... That would be like... That'd be, you know, like if I was driving and I, and I saw somebody stranded on the side of the road and the, the, the freaking car was busted and the smoke's coming out and they're just baking in the hot sun and I just pull up next to them or roll down the window and like, hey, man, uh, what's the problem? It's like, oh... Waiting for a car, need a ride. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I throw him a news on wheels and said, okay, well, while you're waiting for your car, <laughs> here's a whole uh, magazine that tells you information on cars and, and you, know, you get a lot of good uh, tips on this. I, it, that's, no. I mean, the problem is the dude needs a ride, not that he needs information while waiting for the ride. I thought you were going to say you give him the news on wheels. He'd be like, here's a better car you should have that won't break down on you in the middle of the road. You know? Well, no, that's not, uh, that's not what Disney's doing. Disney's basically trying to distract you from the fact that you're mad because you're sitting there waiting for over an hour. Well, let's say like the trivia and uh, all the other games you can play. Let's say they led to actual prizes that you could use, like a fast pass or you know some sort of... I don't know how you say a discount off of your dining. Would that be a little more worth it, you think? Yeah, like a free a free sandwich or a free corn dog at Casey's. It keeps it engaged. Cool. No, of course it would not be worth it. <laughs> Why would that be worth it? Oh, we're going to bribe you with more sugar and fattening foods. I mean, no, that's not the solution. The solution is fix the problem. The problem is, is that people are waiting in line at an ever-increasing rate. The problem is, is that your FastPass Plus system is broken. Fix that. <laughs> Maybe there'll be an app for that. You get to play trivia. How long will you have to wait in a fast pass? Well, they tried to fix fast pass with an app, and look what happened. <laughs> you know, now we got to run all the way over to California <laughs> if we want to go see a park and really take everything in. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a damn shame. They spent all these monies on these interactive cues and everything like that. They're like, oh, okay, we just need to give people stuff to look at in line. And no matter what, you've seen it enough time. You're not gonna. You grow blind to it, and so and this to me, this is just them saying, mm, "We still need to distract them more." They're in the distracting. They, they should call that. That's what they should call the app. Distract. Distract. <laughs> distract. Distract. The app. <laughs> because they're just trying to take your mind off the fact that you're waiting in line for forever. I mean, yeah. I also took it as like it's a portable queue, so they don't have to build any more interactive queues. Yes. Or put any more uh, money or effort into doing that. It's like I here's agree. a queue you can take wherever you go. They just plug it How up. How about and they just strap you on with a vision? Uh, with a, a VR uh, camera, reality. yeah, yeah, VR camera in your face. Once everyone gets in line, just put this on your face, and uh, yeah, and you can go to here. You can go to uh, Disneyland over here while you're waiting in your line <laughs> at Disney World. That's funny. <laughs> go ride the the Matterhorn while you're waiting for Everest. This is the ride you're waiting to get on. And like, you don't have enough problems when you're waiting in queue, and the uh, and, and the people in well, front people of you are, like, yeah, are on their phone and not paying attention. And you're like, can you please go? We're finally moving. 
uh, you know, like there's enough people distracted in line as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and plus you get like bad Wi-Fi and like if you're down like in Pirates. Yeah, you're, you're, you don't not, even get it. Yeah, you're, you're not, not getting it. You're in flights of passage? No way. We, do, we were trying to book fast passes once we got rid of our last one in, in, when mm-hmm. we got on a, a flights of passage and could not get a signal. So yeah, good luck freaking... doing this in some of the queues. I don't know. I mean, look, I'm not saying that this app is going to suck. I don't mean to be down. I hate not the app itself. The app may be entertaining. They may come up with some kind of a game that I would love, but I'm just saying I hate the idea of it. Right. I hate the idea that, hey, you spent $4,000 on a vacation we're just going to give you something else. To, why don't you? We want to give you another reason to look at your phone. We want to give you another reason to just stare down at something that you already own mm-hmm. for multiple. I, I don't like that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of this. Um, just one quick thing, Lee. You said this was sponsored by Fuel Rods. No, he I was, was joking. joking. Okay, I was about to say. Okay, just so, no, that just, would be uh, that would be cool, right? That'd be uh, that would be timely. I mean, there's no doubt that their sales are going to go up. But yeah, I just want to make sure that the listeners know that. We that's not even confirmed. Oh, that'll go <laughs> not even verified. Go but fights in line are going to go up as as not only is mommy's phone being confiscated by the kids now, but daddy's phone as well. <laughs> Shoot, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I want to make the little thing in the queue jump up and down. Huh? And you still charge. That's what you said too, right, Kevin? Like you still charge for data and whatnot. So that's more money you're spending. Well, you think, well yeah. I mean, technically, you should be on wireless. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you should be on wireless. But some people may forget and just go with their thing. And so, or the wireless, you don't have a good connection, and the kid don't want to stop his game. Yep. So he keeps playing. So, so that's when you, if you wanted to, you could specify that app to specifically only use Wi-Fi. In yeah, your yeah, phones, if you course. know how to address that general, but a lot of people won't. They don't. They don't think about it, and so they yeah. constantly go bounces back and forth between their cell service or their uh, Wi-Fi service, depending on which one they're connected to. Yeah, yeah. fuel rods thing, not confirmed, just a joke. Just making sure everybody understands <laughs> that because we never did say clarify that and stuff. So, but uh, there's no doubt that there'll be a convenient uptick in sales of portable charges because of this <laughs> i would have to think so i would imagine yeah. so yeah. i just think it's a damn shame that you're on your freaking phone as much as you are to begin with mm-hmm. and they have to do it even more so now now that you're in line i mean it's like giving you know what it is it's like when you go to a, a restaurant and they give you child a coloring sheet right or uh, yeah or you wait in the dentist's office and there's a magazine uh, on on the table i mean that's that's all this is is like yeah the problem isn't that you're waiting the problem is you just don't have enough to do you look so not busy <laughs> But Standing Danny, there Danny, Danny, you don't have to use the app. <laughs> you don't have to use the app. You don't have to download it. Yes, but that means that Disney is not working on the problem. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what can they do? Can they get like uh, Donald Duck to come by and like you know juggle bowling pins or something? Like while you're standing in line, I guess that would that would be better. Yes, uh, that would be. I would go. That with would that. be. I mean, that would be at least being having some kind of an experience as you're on your vacation. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? At least that is something that is interactive on the personal side, on the human side. Yeah. I mean, I mean, shit, we can probably do a three hour show on, you know, the evils of social media, mm-hmm. um, you know, and what it's done to our society and, and all this crazy stuff, which I'm, I can't even tell you uh, some of the stuff that we learned in our conference this week about we're predicting um, you know how much social media will be involved in your life in the next ten or fifteen years. Uh, uh, but you know, and I mean, but who's gonna? Hmm. That's the thing. I think it really is just Disney saying, "Look, we have no solution. You're gonna wait in line. Period. Mm-hmm. There, there's no way. There's no two ways around it. Yep. We don't know any way to fix this. So here's a magazine. This is, here's yeah. That's really it. I mean, they don't. 
either they have no solution or they're not interested in finding a solution. And I think the I think the answer is they don't have a solution because the solution is get rid of FastPass Plus. I agree. And they don't want to do that because they've invested billions of dollars and this, that, and the other, and then it would be seen as a failure. So we'll just deal with this, and you know, it is what it is. And there's a plane full of people overhead, no longer going to Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Bob Iger was sending in the troops to shut down Lee. Oh man, you better look up so even if I parachuted in. Seal, Seal Team Seven. No, it's a bunch of little plastic green army men. Yeah, just parachuting down. Yeah. Watch your mouth, soldier. Take him, boys. Well, guys, we'd be curious to know what you think of this app. Is it a good idea? Is it a bad idea? Yeah, not what the app is going to be. This app could be the great. Yeah, they they have some great things about the app. Not what the app represents. Not what the app is. Not going the actual to be, app itself, but what it represents. That's what we're just confining right. this to. Because, yes. like I said, I reserve judgment. Uh, the use of the, yeah, the use of this app is what we're attacking here. Do you like to let your kids play on your phone while they're in line? Do you do you like do you think you're on your phone too much when you're in Walt Disney World? Would you like to be less phone dependent? I like to walk around the park and not have to go eyes up yep. when somebody's walking around I and agree. they're about to run into me. Although you know if. I don't know if it's it's quite a looker. I might let him just run into me. Go oh, right ahead, baby. You go right on ahead. Oh, two hands up. up. That's right. <laughs> two hands up. Do it in Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are nothing had, but like, old farts. Yes, we are. <laughs> you know they have like Dapper Days and Gay Days and Jersey Week and so all. Should, they should have like a like phone a days? no phone day. Yeah, like a no phone day. You got to leave your phone in a locker at the at the front of the park and no fast pass day. Yeah. Yeah, but then people have to talk to each other. Be like flashback, like like uh, throwback Thursday. We're giving <laughs> away paper fast passes today. Paper We're doing eight pass. tickets, eight through e tickets, 2013 again. That would be an interesting paid experience. What to just you know go in there and no phone whatsoever? Like just an after hours on. party, you pay extra, no phones, but you do have ticket booklets like you used to do back in the day. Mm. And every attraction would be assigned a, a letter ticket. Okay, and what you pay cash for those? Uh, if no, if you want to ride more than one. Well, we could say it comes whatever you pay for the party comes with an X number of t- booklets. How about that? Right, X number of tickets. But then would you pay more for more? And then you, I guess you could pay more for more if you wanted to. Okay. Would you pay for that? Would that be an after party you'd be down with? Like a throwback Disney party? I would be down for the experiment to see how it would work. Yes. I would absolutely. And they all got to wear short shorts from the 80s? Yeah. Oh, but they got to spend money on paper for the booklets and kill trees and all kind of (laughs) stuff. It's just terrible. The app is so much better. Well, you can have an app and the Magic Band keeps track of which tickets you've used and then your credit card's attached. You just go to a kiosk and you scan it and you just bought a whole new ticket book. Okay. <laughs> You're very eager to be pleased today, little. Uh, what, what is your name, by? Oh, I, I'm little powder puff, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, sugar coated um, pixie duster. <laughs> My stripper name is Pixie Dusty. Hey, Pixie well, thank Dusty. Thank you very much, little snowflake. Oh, thank you. Okay. <sighs> thank you. I'll go flitter off now. <laughs> thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, uh, I'm curious to know what everybody thinks about this. Um, we, we've had some conversations, so I, I'd like to pose it to all the weekends, all the listeners out there. Write in, get in touch with us at the end of the show, or if you've been listening to the show, you know exactly how to get in touch with us. And uh, send us your thoughts, man. Every opinion's welcome. So we want to hear, do you like this? And if so, why? Do you not like this? If so, why? If you're a see, a see, let us know that too. <laughs> <laughs> Mas o menos. Mas o menos. 
you know uh yeah because we say habla espanol on this show as well not really but we could we yeah. all know what we're saying but we will habla oh my hola como te gama pantalones well we can get mrs lastavica online right Yes, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> hey! Thank you, Lee. Thank you. And yeah, she can translate for us. Yes, yeah, that's perfect. She can translate. Yes. Yeah. All right, guys, that's our thoughts. Let us know what you think. It's the Eli show on this week, and here we go. <laughs> yeah, so this week Eli's booking the show, so you know it's going to be an adventure, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a, you know, like you say, um, or am I lying or am I being fraudulent? Oh, well, that, that's up to the listeners to decide that. You know, the story's all about the glory, and that's what I wanted to bring today to you guys. You know, anybody that's listening, you know, you're taking that ride, this is the time to chill and react. Just like you guys, if you hear something in the story, like, man, that's crazy. You go ahead and say it. I got, we got number time. Chili React, not Chili Riano. There it is. So, um, so here's the thing. I was thinking about the topic, right? And this weird thing happened to me at work, and I'll just. Did you have a vision? <laughs> I no, I had something I, like somebody tried to steal some money out of the zoo. That's right? crazy. Yeah, I would say. And the nuts part was was like everybody who was working there like converged on this guy and you caught too? him. Yeah, yeah, I was he fixing. Like the, he tried to like steal like the donation jar. Or? No, th- this guy used to work uh, for this company here called Snow Wizard. Like they give you like a snow oh, cone or something yeah. like that. Okay, they yeah, had like yeah, little yeah. carts along the zoo. So I, mm-hmm. I guess he got fired or something like that. So he he came and literally uh, he told the girl that was working there that he was like doing an audit for the boss, and <laughs> he like took the girl's money and she realized something was wrong. And she went on the radio and said, hey, this guy stole from me. So uh, I was working in uh, guest services fixing this dude's laptop. And they said, yeah, somebody just stole some money. So the guy whose laptop I was working on, he like got up and like ran. And then one of my coworkers happened to be down there. And I saw him and I'm like, wow, this is like, this is big. So we all went out there and like the guy tried to get out through the front of the zoo. We like cornered him and like he was like. You know, holy crap, like there's 50 people just converging on me. So, yeah, needless to say, we got him. So it got me thinking like it got me thinking like the Ottoman Zoo has no security. They're calling in the IT task force yeah, you know, to tackle down a thief. Yeah. It's a community. Well, they had like, shoot. You don't pay me enough to go well, run down a, down a, a robber. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was a boring day. So, you know, that, that spice of security did show up. They had like these little like eventually. Uh, yeah. Like, so, what if that guy would have had a gun or a knife? What do y'all do now? Oh, we caught up to you. Oh, shoot. You got that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, luckily, he can didn't. I go back and fix that laptop? <laughs> I don't want that bullet. Eli would have been like like Kareem Abdul Zerbar in that Bruce Lee movie. Game of Death? Yeah, he'd be like Game of Death with his foot. Jump and kick him. And like put my foot all the way out right to his face. And like, he would have taken off moving. his clothes and he had a yellow jumper on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like yellow nunchucks with it. That's like, right. All right. Okay. Well, it's on now. Whoopa! So you dishonored my father. Yeah, y'all are crazy. Yeah, that is the dumbest thing I ever heard. You don't see bank employees chasing down robbers. Like, <laughs> well, they I have guns. Yeah, I ain't never watched Heat. Not bank, not the and the tellers are going after Robert De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> well, he had a machine gun. Yeah, no, if, I, of course it would have been different. If this guy like a machine gun, but well, you didn't yeah. know what he had by the time you caught up to him. I mean, yeah, you're right. But it's like the dude just kept running. So it was like, okay, there was this one part where like he easily could have just 
whipped out something, but everybody's like, wait, this guy doesn't have anything. Well, he jacked the snow cone machine. He I just mean, took the, yeah, he just took the money. But he had $18? He took the money from the drawer? No, he had about, they told well, us. I, I would imagine the drawer had at least 300 in it just uh, just to open. I've heard different, yeah, I heard different mixtures of uh, amounts. I heard mm-hmm. like 300, 500, 1,000. So, yeah. A million. Well, I mean, he had a million dollars. A million dollars. That's what the snow cone says. <laughs> Well, it is hot. It's yeah. possible. It is hot down here. It's true. I, I don't give you think that. they give you a thousand dollars in change for snow cones. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know what the open <laughs> bank is on that. But was it in the morning like that though? For real? No, or it was. It? it was in the the tail end of uh, the evening. Like I want to say it's about. Yeah, so they probably made some money. That they probably made some bank that day. Yeah, it was like almost four o'clock because it was like the last thing yeah. I was doing for the day. Oh yeah, so they 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 really had the bank than that. Yeah, the money in the in the pocket. Oh, it yeah. was wild. It, wow. it, it was wild. So, so all this inspired what we're about to talk about. Right. So I okay. was like, I was like, so this was kind of tough because like, you know, Disney World is, is just immense and there's so many things that are going on. So it's like, I didn't want to just go ahead and say like, we've done like, you know, uh, bad behaving badly kind of shows before. So I was like, okay, well, let me just try to isolate it, you know, um, get some stories out that are entertaining, but, uh, show a little craziness and the more i dug the more i found out like okay fraud seems to be uh a, a crime that is bad but it's not you know we can't talk about it bad how to get the cheese from the mouse yes absolutely and so uh, <laughs> <laughs> like squeezing blood out of turnip so uh so what i'm gonna do is uh based on what i pulled uh the different stories i'm not gonna read them like you know article for article but i'm just gonna kind of take some and uh you know i put a title to a couple of them and just kind of like sum them up and then like you guys can say hey that wasn't that bad a day and that was really bad and then you know just go from there just four tales four tales of fraudulence fraudulence so yeah okay well number one number one i titled this one the parent trap so okay this is i like it already (laughs) There's this lady. Her name is uh, Dr. Wednesday Martin, right? That's her real name, Dr. Wednesday Martin. Yes, and then we're recording on Wednesday, and this is the actual first name. Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. Thursday, Modesky. <laughs> Friday and <in> Wood. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so she just gets into the upper echelon of the uh, New York City fancy pants, upper crusty life, right? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, she's... Quite dapper there, yeah. Wednesday morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they have all the moms get together uh, during this like uh, spring break school function, right? Right. So you know, Muffy and Molly and Buffy and you know all the rich women of Wisteria Lane, however you want to call it, they get together and they're talking about their Disney vacations, right? So Wednesday's like, oh, this is cool. Like, I need to fit in. I want to see how this works. So she just eavesdrops on the conversation. So one of the women basically says, yeah, you'll love this. She's like, yeah, I was able to take me and my whole family. We went to Disney World and we saw Pirates and we went to Splash Mountain and we never waited in line once. So Wednesday's like, oh, I get it. I get it. You had a fast pass, right? He's like, no, no fast pass. So she's like, you had a plaid fast pass. Right. So you're like, that's the next thing. She's like, oh, I get it. You had the Disney VIP tour, you know, T-plaid with the fast pass going on. Now, 
mind you, this is in 2013, right? So she's mm-hmm. like, I get it. You got the paper fast pass and everything. The lady's like, no, no, ma'am. We're the 1%, and that's not how we do it. So it turns My out. My husband, Donald Trump, told me. <laughs> that's right. I could do anything I want. That's right. <laughs> and it's literally what the, it's literally what the lady told us. Like, that's not how the 1% does Disney, dear. So what they did was she, she tells Wednesday, essentially, that there's a group that's called Dream Tours, right? Now, Dream Tours consist of, uh, how you say, some people that are disabled. And what they have is they have a pass from Disney because, you know, they can't stand in line and everything. The old gap. Right. Yeah, the gap. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, uh, they're selling gas. The DAC. The DAC. The DAC. What? What? So, yes, they have this pass that allows them and family members to come with them, right? Mm-hmm. And they totally bypass the line completely. They, they, they take them on a different entrance. And then as they show their certificate of being disabled to a cast member, and the cast member takes them up a completely different entrance to the ride. There is no wait at all, right? Yeah. Okay, so Wednesday's like, well, okay, well, you just get to do that for free? She's like, no, no, no. We basically pay $130 an hour, which amounts to, I think, like 1000 1040 for an eight-hour tour, which is cheaper than the Disney VIP tour, right? I think it's like an $800 difference. Mm-hmm. So Wednesday's like, I want to check this out. Now, what nobody knew was was that this lady was writing a book and she was writing a book about Wednesday was writing a book. Yeah. Wednesday was writing a book. She was doing studies for this book called primates of park Avenue, which was supposed to like expose all of the, I guess the, the, dirty, the underbelly. Secrets. Yes. The underbelly of the wealthy. So she's like, I've got to hear about this. So sure enough, she goes on Craigslist, right? So she's like, boop, 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 boop. Let me see what I got. She finds, she finds the tour and she talks to this guy, Ryan, and this lady, Jackie. And they're like, yeah, not a problem. You go ahead, we'll meet up. You give me the money. I'll take you on the tour. And sure enough, they take her all through this nice black market tour. She never waits in line at all. So Ryan and this other Craigslist lady are, are disabled themselves? Yes. Okay, so that makes sense, right? I'm disabled, so I know I'm getting the disability pass, but I can bring all my friends along because I know that I can take up to six people or eight people or ten people or whatever the number is along with me, which has changed since then, by the way. I'm sure you guys already know that. Right. But um, so they're basically selling their disability pass. Right, right. But they're not really selling the pass. They're selling a day. They're they're selling a day with me to go around the park with me who's a – I'm a disabled person, which I'm sorry. I don't want – I'll let you finish the story, but that that doesn't actually seem illegal to me because I have a pass. Okay, but you so, have a, you, the thing, yeah, yeah, but you're monetizing your disability, which some yeah, people might yeah, say, right. "Hey, oh, I'm not saying it's not wrong. I'm just thinking, is it illegal?" Well, no, I'm I'm with you on that. Obviously, Disney has looked at it and they said we don't like this because they've done yeah. away with it. But yeah, no, mm-hmm. I'm saying you can take that approach that it's wrong. You can also take that approach. Well, they're disabled. Good for them. They figured out a way to make money. And uh, friends, it, it, yeah, and, rich and friends, friends. rich <laughs> friends. I don't know. Uh, that's a uh, yeah. That, that's kind of weird. Well, that, the thing is, is though, but you have the clientele who are wealthy, who don't need that discount. They could do the Disney VIP tour 
like everybody else. So it's like, who do you, who's worse? You know, the, the person that, that sells the, the, the certificate say, yeah, come hang with me or the person that's like, I don't really, I just take advantage of this, but I could afford not to if I really wanted to. Well, the people that uh, could really afford no, not to, they no just worse hire or a not, plaid. They're just, right. Well, but that's what he's saying, though. These people can't afford a plaid. They've got the money. Right. But maybe they don't. No, they, well, if they got the money, then let them pay for the pla- plaid. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. But they're, they're the upper 1%, as they say. They say, this is how we tour Disney. This is what we use. So, yeah, that's the, you know, that's the question. But, uh, okay, so Wednesday takes the tour. She finds it appalling as to what these guys are doing over here in the Dream Tours. And she makes an expose to the Today Show, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, you remember when all this came about, right? Do you remember this all going down, Danny? I remember. Yeah, I remember. It, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Did you see the? Did you see the episode? Did you see? The, I never saw the episode. I heard. But I, mean, I remember it being on the internet and yes. know, all this other stuff. Yeah. That's when they revamped the whole DAC thing, right? So now yeah. they no longer do that, which has actually led to some difficulties yeah. with people who have you know actual 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 yeah. problems. Yeah. Right. Yes, and 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 this was well, this was the expose. Uh, you can um, you can easily Google searches, and the video is still up and around. I like I read the article, but then I sat and like watched the video, and it was crazy. Like so, the investigative reporter he goes through the same experience, but now it's videotaped, right? So they they he literally shows you, boom, they're going past everything. So then, of course, the investigative reporter comes out and talks to Ryan because you know Ryan's the one that leads it to him. By this point. He actually upped his rate to $200 an hour. And he basically talks to him and says, hey, don't you feel immoral about skipping all these people that are actually, you know, waiting in line? Don't you feel bad about, you know, having all these other strangers come with you? And Ryan was like, hey, <laughs> ain't nothing me. Ain't my problem. I'm just trying to give these people good experience. I'm not worried about these suckers standing in line. So after that, yes. Uh, the Today Show, you know, go ahead and, and pass everything to Disney. Disney, of course, didn't like it. They even went to the uh, American Disabilities Association, let them know about it. So, yes, of course, we move forward. That certificate has been taken away. And uh, on a side note, Wednesday got to publish her book, and it became a number one bestseller. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So now... Obviously, the other people were doing dirty, but did they get in "quote unquote" trouble? Did they get banned from Disney? Did they get any kind of jail time? Any kind of fines? Well, uh, at the at the point of that show, no, he didn't. Uh, once it was aware of, it was more like, "Here's this guy's picture. If you see him trying to go through this line, you know, and he's with strange people, just take his pass away." That was like the most it could do. But no, uh, I didn't see any record from my research of him being fined anything. So yeah. far, you know, I mean. Of course, they've cracked down on Craigslist a little more, too. So, I don't know if that, that place is still in business. And if it is, he's probably changed the name, you know? Well, I don't think he's selling the pass anymore because the pass isn't what it used to be. The, the pass now is I walk up to, um, you know, Space Mountain and it says the wait's 45 minutes. And they're like, okay, we'll come back in 45 minutes and you can go to the front of the line. Mm-hmm. So, it's, kinda, it's more like a fast pass now than it is just the front of the line. It's like a virtual kind of line. Yeah, virtual yeah. line. To go instead yeah, of a virtual, virtual app. <laughs> instead of waiting the actual queue, you can bypass it, yeah. Yeah, and a lot of it, too, was uh, like older queues that couldn't accommodate wheelchairs. Yeah. Uh, which now they've all the new queues can accommodate wheelchairs. So, before it would be like, hey, I'm on crutches or, you know, I'm in a wheelchair so I can't. It's hard for me to wait in line. Well, now that's not a, or 
I can't get through the line, which is now no longer an issue because yeah. the line's going to accommodate the wheelchair with the new cues and things like that. So they've done that. But a lot of it, too, is, you know, I mean, shit, dude, I hate to say it, but people, you know how it is. People are going to abuse the system one way or the other. That's right. it, exactly. But then abusing it myself, just let's just say, like I pretend I have a disability and I abuse the system is different than I'm going to make money and scam Disney and and, and, and and abuse it that way. I mean, obviously, it's a whole different thing. I can't believe that guy is not banned. He's got to be banned. They ban people for, what did the guy pretend that he had? He said, well, what if I have a, a meth lab in my room? And he got banned from Disney, and there was actually no meth lab in his room. So he just pretended, like, what if, and he got banned. So I, I got to believe this guy had to get banned from the parks. Well, even with that story, wasn't there something to where that guy was, there was varying reports as to how much of a, of a, jerk of a band yeah. well know how much of a jerk he was being <laughs> right about yeah. it like with him it, that was his story it was like he just made that one little comment uh, i thought it was kind of being put out there that maybe he was a little bit more disruptive than what he let on like yeah, this guy here i mean so yeah i don't like you said when we started that i don't know that he was really doing anything illegal he saw a whole i mean no different than what the people who were uh, using multiple fa- magic bands to go ahead and book multiple fast passes, some people that we know were, were kind of gaming a system, a system mm-hmm. that's kind of already mm-hmm. rigged against you in certain respects. So I think people kind of justify in their own minds why they can go ahead and do this. I I don't know. I don't think he deserves a, a ban. I mean, you, you tighten up the policy and you move mm-hmm. on, I suppose. I mean, but do you do you put him on the fraud list? I mean, no. It's not fraud. I mean, to me, it's not fraud. He's not committing fraud. He's actually disabled. If he was pretending to be disabled, then that would be something else. That would definitely be fraud. Yes, that would be fraud. But the people he's taken with him, they're They're not his family. Yeah. No, of course not. But it doesn't have to be family. If if I'm there with, you know, my friend Joe, who's disabled, I can go. Well, I mean, just right now. uh, Yeah, I mean, when we went uh, in April, uh, uh, the Raz and both Lisa Monday have uh, a pass so they you know i was with them that day that we had to go register and they had to link us to their magic bands and it's a process mm-hmm. you know and they're definitely controlling the process more now because we had to go to guest services we had to get in line i had to give my magic band and her magic band they had to like put us together so that we could use uh while we were there with her we would be allowed to get in line with her i don't know i mean depending upon who you are i mean i, I think they're i've seen i remember when this took place and there were a lot of people who were kind of up in arms about like parents who had disabled children and like listen my child has autism he, he's barely holding it together as it is and right. you're forcing him to be in the park three times longer than what maybe he can handle uh because of this so i mean yeah i don't know i mean i think there might have been a, a better more in between way to have approached it uh obviously i think you kind of want to do what you can to kind of shut down these kind of sites but you know, if you can't, if that's something you can't control, I, d- I don't know that this was the correct reaction to it. I mean, I, like you were asking earlier when they talked to Ryan. I mean, I just kind of cut to the end of it. But, yeah, uh, he they had another guide. Uh, her name was Mara that was on the uh, expose. And she basically put a more cheery spin to it where she's like, look, you know, I'm trying to help people have fun on their vacation and it's saving them time. And the guy's like, yeah, but you're profiting off. He's like, yeah, but it's not much. Not much. I mean, $1,600 for eight hours. That's that's some pretty good money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if that's what they choose to do. Yeah. They're making $200 an hour. 
I don't think doctors don't make $200 an hour. <laughs> but, and look, I'm not trying to even take a side here one way or the other. I'm just trying to sort through it in my own head. It's all good, but, yeah. Yeah, no, it, it's, I don't know. To me... It's a very gray area for sure. It is because, um, God bless them, they've turned their, they're disabled, they're legitimately disabled people who've turned their disa- disability into, now, d- okay, now, well, okay, well, here's the thing that's tricky with these two, right? Uh-huh. They were walking. Okay. They were, uh, like, they showed them walking up the steps, like it was videotaped. Uh-huh. So, maybe he has a mental disability that he has a certificate or maybe he was hurt and then well, there's, no cer- there's no certificate first of all make sure you understand that well i'm sorry uh, in 2013 it, it's not like a thing well, even the- then they don't you don't keep the thing you have to go in every time like i go to the park today and i go i have to go to guest services and back then even and say hey i've got this and then they give you this little piece of paper that you put on your stroller or you keep with you but it expires that day so they have it's not like a, a permanent piece of paper like a diploma like hey here's your, uh, <laughs> you graduated to here's, fraud. Your dis- here's your disability diploma and just bring this back with you anytime i mean you have to do it every single time you come in and yet that's true for back then as well and lee did, did you have to show any proof of disability or no just by and that's well that's where that's where the rub is because okay. legally disney can't even ask you for that that's that's a private thing you're just tell them here's my issues and then they'll say okay well here's what we can do for you but they can't say, well, I need you to prove that a doctor said that you have this disability, you have that disability. They legally cannot do that. Ah. So, and that's, again, where the abuse can come in because anyone can walk in and say, oh, you know, my son has this or I have that or my daughter has this. And they can, you know, get that disability passed. So. So, uh, I never saw this expose. So, this yes. guy, what you're saying is he showed no evidence of having any disability whatsoever. It seems to be what you're implying. Yeah, from what I saw, and, like, if you want, I could send kevin the link and yeah, everything send but, it to me yeah but i mean yeah he was he was walking fine when they asked him a question he was coherent when he responded to the question he was very curt straight to the point and very you know crisp with his diction uh-huh. so, so i mean I'm, I'm sure he had something but i didn't see it from what i saw and from what i read there was nothing to say yeah this guy ryan he had a war injury and because of this he has shrapnel in his head or something. Like, there was mm-hmm. nothing. It off the fast pass machine right. every time he walks by. <laughs> he has problems going oh, to the airport. This was one of the Rosen reports, huh? Yeah. I um, think I just found it, yeah. Because it was posted in the Los Angeles Times. Yeah. And then, yeah, if you... Today's show, yeah. And then, yeah, the Today show. Yep, Jeff Rosen. Okay, yeah, I found it. I'll put that in the links, the uh, show notes for anybody that hasn't seen this yet. Uh, ju- and if you have, just to relive that memory, for sure. <laughs> well, yeah, let me ask you this. Do, like, don't they have, like, for people who have disabilities, don't you have, like, an Americans with Disabilities card? Like, um, you know, where you, you what you call it, uh, like, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the uh, organization issued by, uh, uh, I'm blanking. Like the American Disabilities Association? <laughs> that's, uh, that's what I'm thinking of. I'm, I'm thinking of Robbo, to be honest with you. And okay. I'm trying to remember... Um, because me and Miss Bobby were talking about it the other day, and um, I'll say the other day, a few months back, uh, with regards to something that, anyway, point being is that, yeah, there was something that they had to go ahead and sign, and they issued this kind of thing, and so that's why I was wondering if maybe that could be, like, you know, much like... Um, like a license like that. So you can prove? Yes, as, like, you know, if you're going to apply for something like that at Disney, you just have to provide that card or some kind of a certification along those lines, but... Um, without really looking into it to determine whether I'm remembering things correct because I'm going by secondhand yeah, information of what I seem to remember. So, um, 
maybe there are people out there who have more information on that than I do. I'm sure there are. But uh, yeah, I, that's, I'm just kind of spitballing here as to what would have been a, a better solution because it does suck for people who, you know, yeah, uh, who, who really uh, it's, you know, it's forcing their kids to it's taxing their kids extra hard to be in such a I mean Disney World's a crazy place uh, and for younger kids with the, you know a certain type of disability like that I mean that that could really that could cause them some anxiety and some stress being there for much much longer than what you you can be yeah like well we just talked about it in the first segment those lines are no joke yeah you know but I, I would I would still I mean, okay, you guys think, like, so the overall consensus is this does not constitute as fraud? I'm going to go go on the side of fraud. I I feel like it is. um, That's my opinion. Um, I think that he's definitely taking advantage. Now, are we talking legal fraud? No, but I think that he definitely defrauded the Disney Corporation and, and cheated a lot of people out of, you know, waiting in line longer, so... Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I, go with I'm gonna go with guilty. Then I don't know guilty. if it's a fraud or not, but I'm gonna go with guilty. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with the old. He's not guilty, but he's responsible. Okay. Thing. Um, no, I like, I like so, that. So okay, maybe I should rephrase it. So yeah, like, in crimes against the Disney community, on the basis of fraud. Yeah, I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I, if you're asking us to know something we can't know, which is whether or not this guy is legitimately disabled, if he's legitimately disabled. And you're saying by all indications uh, from a visual inspection, he's not. But how could you know that without, you know, how do, how do you know this guy's not in pain every time yeah, he yeah, takes yeah. a step? I mean, Listen. you just can't know that. So I can't go as far as to say he's committed fraud. But I can go as far as to say, you know, he's responsible for having... Uh, Taking the action. Well, not so much Except taking the action. Exception. <laughs> yes, uh, for for having yes. taken for gaming the system, if you will. He was in a niche, and he found a way mm. to make it profitable. Yeah. Cool. I mean, uh, by that respect, I mean, look that that what was that girl's name? Wednesday Martin. Yeah. Wednesday Martin. Yeah. I mean, you could look at that in the same way that she took advantage. She saw this thing, and she took advantage of a situation that she could get more publicity for herself. I I understand that. Yeah, and, and then she got a book yeah, out of without it. Without thinking yeah. about it, so, I mean, by your perspective, you know, maybe Wednesday Martin's a hero. Maybe Wednesday Martin is a see you next Tuesday. I mean, I don't <laughs> see you next Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's Glad hard you to say. Tuesday for hamburger today. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a weird thing. By her trying to fit in, she ends up standing out. Right, and, and again, like I look at, uh, is her actions here any more noble? I don't know about that. I don't think so. I mean, well, she didn't handle this privately with Disney. She's she, gray area. I give you that because yeah. she hears about it and then she takes the tour. So if she was just like, oh, this well, is well, that terrible, could be investigative journalism. So it could be. It is also a free ride. Yeah, well, no, it wasn't yeah. free. She paid for it. Mm-hmm. But, well, um, yeah, yeah. but did she do? But like Danny said, did she do it for herself or did she do it for Disney? And she did it for herself. Well, not, um, yeah, I was going to say not even so much for Disney, but for people to to take care of people who have real, real disabilities. Yeah. I think she was more concerned about you know getting her name out there Selling than she book. was of being like, hey, Disney, you got people gaming your system, protect your system. In fact, because she made a public spectacle of it. And it made it, who knows how much people were really gaming the system. Disney felt the need to come down hard on it. So you get what you get. So um, cool. And again, more weekends, you're always welcome to chime in uh, on each story. Absolutely. Awesome. So, uh, so, all right. So on to the next one, right? So I call this one the Neverland Ticketmasters. Okay. All right. So basically, there's a mom who hasn't listened to the Magic Highway podcast and has a book with Lee. So she decides one day... I got a family vacation coming up. I got 13 people I want to take on vacation. 
So I can't afford it through Disney, so I'm going to go through Craigslist. All right? So she finds an ad from Brandon Bullering. He's a 19-year-old cast member. He has complimentary cast member tickets, and he offers to sell them to her. She accepts, and it basically costs her $1,000 for all 13 tickets plus a tip for Brandon. All right. She goes ahead to Disney, got all the family booked up and everything. She goes to the gate. And they say, no, ma'am, you can't get in because, number one, there's misspelling on these tickets. And two, if you looked at the date, they're expired. (laughs) Sorry, these are fake. Well, so she says, "Okay, well, fine. I know this cast member. His name's Brandon. He's 19. Let's it all out. Yeah. She's like, let me talk to him. I want to fire me. Let me me talk to Chris from Orlando. God damn it. Yeah. Where is he? Where is he? (laughs) That was his mistake. Yeah. You find this man. He's got one arm. (laughs) So Dizzy's like, well, ma'am, with this Brandon Bullerin thing, we can't fire Brandon because he's never worked for us before. So as it turned out, Brandon had been making counterfeit tickets. So this lady was not too happy about that. Her trip is basically ruined. She can't do anything. So she decides to go ahead and call the cops. On Disney? No, No, on Brandon. On Brandon. Oh, Oh, Disney. (laughs) Disney, you got a guy that said he's working for you that's not working for you that sold us some fake tickets that don't work because they're expired. (laughs) Call the cops on Disney. (laughs) So he's like, I own the cops. (laughs) This is my city. King Kong got nothing on me. (laughs) So putting cases on all you bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Who want to go to Pelican Bay? (laughs) All right. um, So the, the cops do a sting. On Brandon, and it turns out that Brandon had been caught doing this scam 17 times prior to this one. Damn. Yeah. All right. So what the cops do is they find the same Craigslist ad. They say, hey, look, Brandon, we want to buy some tickets. Brandon's like, meet me at the Orlando airport, and I'll hook you up. Cops go ahead, buy the tickets for $400. This is including Brandon's tip, and they bust him, right? So what does Brandon do besides just going ahead and taking his uh, prison time like a man? He snitches on his partner. That's right. He snitches on his partner, Jeremy Messner, who was uh, also doing the same scam, telling people he was a Disney cast member as well as (laughs) a a Universal Studios cast member. Oh, wow. Yes. He's double dipping. He double dipped. So Brandon tells him, hey, look, some guys want to buy 53 tickets. And so Jeremy shows up to the cops with 53 counterfeit tickets. So needless to say, the mom got her revenge. I don't know if she got the vacation, though, but um, Brandon and Jeremy are spending a little time in the pokey. They're going to get poked in the pokey. They're going to get poked (laughs) a lot. Why don't you freaking buy tickets off of Craigslist? You know, that's what I said. I mean, I don't want to. I I know I'm going to sound like an ass, but that's what you get. I'm sorry. No, you're right. No, I agree. And I'm sorry that it cost so much to go to Disney that you felt like that was the only way. Not felt like that, but obviously was the only way you could afford it. But, I mean, just wait a year, save up some money. I mean, just don't. If it's too good to be true, it's not true. It's just, come on, man. Use a little common sense. Craigslist, you don't you buy a radio on Craigslist. You don't buy a Disney. You don't, don't buy a vacation. <laughs> on I hear you, but the the, the crazy part was um, there was another store that was like this. I didn't put it in because there wasn't enough material on it. But there was a lady that did a better job than these guys did. She mm-hmm. you know she was actually offering people jobs with Disney if they bought her fake tickets. And the tickets like she posted them up and everything. Wait, she, now how how does that make any sense? 
I well, that's the thing. She was an internet presence, and then what she would do is she would offer you the ticket, and then mm-hmm. say, "Okay, oh, you want this job? You got to apply." So everybody puts in their information on this application. She has your information. Oh, and then okay. Boom. She got you. She made. She made it look like so it was she a was, Disney application. Yeah. So well, she, she yeah, like she's uh, doing like identity theft. Yes, basically. And oh, she right. went all over. She made like three hundred thirty-two thousand dollars in like a short period of time, but. There wasn't enough on her. They they got her too, and she was cute. And you felt sorry for her because she was cute. I mean, I I wanted to make that story work, but I was like, <laughs> yeah, I can't. You know, you're cute, and you don't have enough material. This was a better story. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm kind of with Lee on that. You know, if it, if it sounds too good to be true, likely it is. And you know, everyone wants a shortcut. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to feel like they're getting the the best deal ever. But yeah, they're well, they got going, the edge. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 there's such a thing as going too far with that. I mean, uh, I mean, even if she would, thirteen people for just one day would have been thirteen hundred dollars. And they didn't even have so to I'll, sit through one time sharing seminar. <laughs> right. We should have known right then and there it was right. a scam. No, they so met I mean, at his grandparents' house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, that would have been a red flag for me that maybe this is not on the up and up. Yeah, well, it's, it's also a red flag that the criminal is not all that bright that he's using his grandmother's house. Yeah, abuela, <laughs> make them some tea, please. It's not even like meet me at the Toys R Us, <laughs> at, uh, the goodies. Yeah, meet me in the back of the yeah. truck, and right behind Chevy's. Interesting. That's, so, uh, I think that was a pretty clear cut. Case. Yeah, it was clear yeah, cut. I would think so. I would think serves so. them both right. So guilty. Well, the good thing is that Disney didn't get frauded, defrauded in this this process. They just their, their name was used. Yes. I mean, I feel bad for the woman for losing out, but I mean, I don't feel that bad. Like he said, it's like, yeah, come on, you should have known. You should have known. Yeah, some something. people are just that stupid. But I wish you would have read the <laughs> ticket. Like, unfortunately. It, well, then that's what happens when you're stupid. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Ticket. Right. No, that's I mean, fake. I don't fully absolve her of anything but you know, i'll give her a tinge of like oh that sucks for you yeah that, that is the ultimate f you uh that, that the uh, that the fraud perpetrator i forget his name uh pulled on brandon, her yeah brandon because like he sold her bad tickets but even like brandon made sure to like put mm-hmm. a little hint in the fraudulent tickets that yeah these tickets are not going to work by letting her know that they were already expired right right <laughs> I mean, wow. Yeah. Yeah. All she did was read, but he had done this 17 times prior. So yeah, but like not crazy. one successful yeah. transaction. I mean, surely when you're looking at these people who are telling you they can sell tickets, there's a, a review somewhere. Three stars. These were the best fake tickets I ever got. Right. I mean, if you're just buying tickets from somebody who has no reviews, no, no comments, exactly. Nothing. No Facebook page with, you know, people posting. I mean, if, if, yeah, you're really not being smart. So yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's like Disney's great and all, but it's I don't think it's worth that. No, and you I've know? seen stuff like that, and I've never clicked on it. I could, I'd love oh. to save some money on my Disney vacation. I mean, really, who would? Who? Yes, but I mean, I've seen those and been smart enough to steer clear. Yeah, no, I just steer clear of it. All right, so which, what's the next one? All right, yes, sir. Uh, okay, so this third one, uh, this one was uh, was pretty thorough there was a lot of information to to to, to pull so uh, like you said for the sake of time we're just gonna go right through it i call this one scrappers 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 okay S- scrappy do 
Scrappy Scrappy Doo. Scrappers, man, that sounds like an A and E show of some sort. Yeah, right. It, it was. A, I'd be like, I thought these titles were like, Scrappers. <laughs> yeah, American Scrappers. Yeah. yeah. I had like this kind of weird Tales from the Crypt thing, but I was like, yeah, I want to just at least title the different stories instead of just kind of going through. All right, so Scrappers. Oh, speedy version. Okay, October 2002. There's a man named Larry James Arid, right? I know that dude. Yeah, he's a, he's a pretty bad guy, right? But the crazy part is just like he's never served jail time, right? He, he may have spent some time in an institution. He may have been under house arrest, but never serves jail time. But he's broke as all out, right? He's got a tax lien for 15 grand. He files a bankruptcy. He's broke. But the one thing he knows how to do is make counterfeit pens. He's been doing this since 1984 when the Olympics came out. Counterfeit pens. Counterfeit pens. Okay. Well, he lives in this trailer park. A little ways down the trailer park is another man. His name is Robert Edward Smyrak, right? This guy is a Disney enthusiast and brags that He's even driven the train for Disney before. That's not proven that I've seen, but that's what he says. Well, he's a pen enthusiast as well, but he loves Disney pens, right? So these two guys get together and say, are you broke? Yes. Are you broke? Eh, not as bad as you, but I could use some more money. Well, let's do a counterfeit scheme together and see how it works. So scrapping, all right, or scrapping is what this is, what is called is basically counterfeit Disney pins, like you know, right? Yeah, like, okay, cool. I didn't catch that at first, but that's exactly what they're called scrappers. The right. piece of crap, fake pins that you don't want to get when you want to trade pin trades. Exactly. Cool. And Got so, that at this time, I mean, that was a, like a real big thing. Again, we're talking 2002, right? So, these guys go ahead and they buy an authentic pin. And the trick with uh, Robert was he followed what Chinese manufacturers Disney actually used to make the authentic pins, got in contact with them to make the counterfeit ones. Cause it's really a big thing in China. I mean, they've, they cracked down a little bit more on it now moving forward since Shanghai Disney's opened to, you know, cut down on the infringement. But at that time it was still kind of open market. Okay. So this goes on for about 10 years at this point. They're making a killing. They make upwards to two billion dollars selling these scrappers, right? Two mil- million. Two million dollars. I've never understood that pen thing. I don't, I don't. I don't know either. But they were basically like the pens. If you get them from Disney, according to what I was reading, they would cost like say about fifteen bucks for a pen. But if it's yeah. really rare, it'd be like a grand. So these guys would come to you and say, "You like that pen? I sell you the same pen." For like a dollar. So that's where they were making a killing. They were just saying, yeah, this is pennies on a dollar. These are fantasy pins. It's just for you Wait as a, a collector. How many, dollar, how many pins do you have to sell for a dollar to make $2 million? Well, I think he was exaggerating. Well, the thing oh, is, they, they, used, they used eBay. And this is over the course of like 10 years. They Okay, well, 10 right. years. Okay, I can see I'm, that. Okay, so basically, it's almost like any other. By the way, the, the, yes. number, the answer is $2 million. <laughs> just in case anyone didn't want to do the math in their head thank you i knew you had an app for that to do it so they're ready to make their next big score so it's like any other heist movie you see like you always want to be like stop stop right there stop at the two million and just walk away but they could never walk away okay you got greedy got greedy that's right so larry after making his money, he's able to move out. He's paying, his, you know, he's paying his bills. He's a happy guy. He starts writing thank you letters to his patrons that, you know, 
buy his pens. So him and Robert, they say, okay, they make this one big, huge shipment. It's 150 pounds worth of pens in a box, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the customs agents just happen to say, hey, what is this big, heavy-ass box doing here in this airport addressed to this guy? They crack it open. They see all the pins. They realize it's counterfeit. And, of course, <laughs> Robert Smyrak had his address on it. So it wasn't too hard to deduce where the pins were, you know, where they were going. So they basically bust him at his job. And they go to Larry because, you know, Robert had to turn him in. They go to Larry, his house, and they basically find a whole warehouse full of these boxes. And Larry is still writing the thank you notes when the police bust him. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he is using proper etiquette. Yes, I mean, he's, 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 he's taking the patron. He's a criminal, but he's not a savage. Well, he had a rough time, so now he was, he was thanking people for getting him out the hole. In my huh? mind, Larry's sitting at his desk writing, and it's like that scene in Goodfellas where Layla's playing in the background <laughs> when all, everyone's being executed after the airport heist, and it was like, it was all going good. <laughs> Soon they were finding pins everywhere. <laughs> Larry wanted to keep the pins for himself. That's how he Johnny was. Johnny Salami <laughs> was found dead in his Cadillac. One pin was I told frozen. you not to buy that Cadillac. <laughs> you laugh, but I'm like, I had that, I had that tune playing. I tell you, it's, it was crazy. But yeah, he's just writing when they bust him. He's like, you know, got the guns on him and everything. Wow. So this was a this was a a, a crazy uh, a crazy case. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I can just see Larry's <laughs> wife, Larry's right wife, running to the room trying to flush the pins. <laughs> I needed those pins. I never found them. <laughs> what are you doing? Sorry. No, oh, that was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> so, uh, so again, right? They, they, they helicopters following Larry. Right? You want some helicopters? Check out these pins right here. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so basically, yeah, <laughs> the cops get him. He had the spray misters. He had to go take to Robert De Niro. <laughs> and Robert De Niro didn't want the spray misters. He's like, these are crap. Next yeah. <laughs> thing you, so you know, <laughs> Robert De Niro's like telling your wife, go run the back. No, 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 no. <laughs> right around the back. No, Jimmy, I'm good. I got to pick up the kids, Jimmy. No, the pins are right around the back. <laughs> In the back right there. I don't need any pins today, Jimmy. <laughs> I'm good. I'll get better affin- tomorrow. I got those affinity gauntlet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got the bell pin already. Thank you. Yeah, they they had yeah counterfeit bell, counterfeit Bambi pins. They even had the little Greenman from Toy Story counterfeit wow. pins. Yeah, that's crazy. I always wondered about this, like because when you go to Disney and you're trading pins, you know, you give the pin to the cast member, he gives them yours. And I wonder, like, if they were ever, like, checking that clothes and be like, oh, this is a piece of crap. And they got to throw it away at the end of the shift. You know, or do they, like, ever try to question you? Like, where'd you get this pin? This is an interesting pin. I've never seen this before. Well, it doesn't sound oh, like. I got it from this guy. Yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't sound like any of the people. But, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but my, my understanding was that what they did was they, they took real pins and sent them, like, to China. Sure. And they copied the pen. And then they shipped oh, them okay, back so to they them. Sent them off. 
Yes. 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 Oh, okay. they, they didn't have like a little warehouse in their garage or something. No, 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 no. no, no. no. no they didn't like a math lab, a pin right, lab. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you got that pin. <laughs> it was like New Jack City. Girls were naked with the. And then titties out with the pin. <laughs> yeah, so people could make sure they weren't stealing the pins. Yeah. They weren't hooking them to their panties or something like that. Pookie's in the back. <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> He's talking to the bell counterfeit pin. Oh, get me, Scotty. <laughs> yes, they, uh, yeah, we, he, he figured out who the people were that actually made authentic Disney pins. And then he went to them and, huh. and got, a, uh, and got the fake so ones. They, so Disney supplier basically stabbed them in the back and was like, oh, I'll make these, yeah, I'll make these for you or whatever. Yeah, counterfeit. Counterfeit and trade, trade, uh, trademark infringement is really a huge thing in China. Even mm. if the people that make the pins, they're, you know, they're authorized by Disney to say, okay, yeah, you could use our image and cool, make this product. But there are other companies that are like, yeah, we could do it too, but they don't get you know, the, uh, how you say, they the seal the contract. of authenticity. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. they don't get the contract. Yeah, I know, I get that. But I'm saying you, they went to the actual plant that was making the real Disney pins and they were like, yeah, I can make you a few million on the side. Yeah, and I'm sure it was like more than one manufacturer. But yes, mm-hmm. he had a connection. He figured out the, the you know, the guy Robert was a was an IT. Well, these guys manager. had to be pretty smart then to have the, these kind of connections, you know, or or whatever. I mean, I guess they're not real smart. They got caught, but I was gonna say, I didn't even know they had the real connection to the actual uh, people who were making. It. I thought they went to a somebody else and said, "Hey, just make me something that looks like this." No, and it was this was totally not a local job. The only no, no, not local. I'm saying that they they got them from China. I remember that part of it, but I don't mm-hmm. remember that they actually used the exact same people Disney used. Yeah, well, that, I don't remember that aspect of it, but I mean, could could have been. I might have just forgotten. Yeah, well, that was according to what I read. That was Robert's uh, gig, and then Larry just pretty much fulfilled the art orders on uh, eBay. Mm. Oh, that was his whole role. Oh. So he was the he was the computer guy. The other guy was the muscle. Yeah, oh, man. yeah, ah, nice. And so yeah. when they got caught, of course they turned on each other because you know they were like, "Well, I'm not the mastermind. <laughs> he is. No, I'm not the mastermind. He is." And so they they pretty much took him to court, and it kind of like Ted through like there was a whole long article even on the trial itself was crazy. Wait, uh, this whole thing went to trial? Yes, yes, it did. It, it seems like they would have pleaded out on this one. This is pretty clear cut. Well, well, see, this is what was tricky was that, okay, <laughs> the, the tricky part was Robert was saying, hey, look, it's not really copyright infringement because I was just helping enthusiasts with like, you know, these small pins and that's it. Like, you know, I was just trying to help fulfill a dream. That's what he kept trying to sell the court on. But everyone trying to sell the dream. Yeah. Can right. I option but, the movie rights to this? <laughs> It was an awesome story. Yeah, the Dude, I can just see it start out as far back as I can remember. I always wanted to be a scrapper. I always wanted to be a scrapper. <laughs> <laughs> my dad, my dad walked in the stand. To me, being a scrapper was better than being president of the United States. I mean, those guys could do anything, do anything they wanted, and nobody told them anything. <laughs> like you scrapped me, and then it was Jimmy Two Pins. <laughs> 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 you know, the same there was Baby Bell over there, and then there was the Three Eyed Green Monster right there. How you doing? I'm gonna get the Mickey. Get the Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love it. Judge made as he served time out to us like it was candy, <laughs> <laughs> like it was Mickey bars. Mickey it was like Dole whips, and uh, yeah, that's 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 the, for the most part. Um, Larry had the rougher time. Re- Larry was basically the Jimmy. 
he had done so much stuff in the past that he literally got a judge. His name was Judge Fitzgerald, a 77-year-old man who had served in the judicial system for 30 years. Mm -hmm. Fitzgerald was known for reciting a poem to a criminal before he sentenced him. And the poem this was so Samuel good. Jackson. I'm just saying, the poem was so good, even the criminal liked it before he got sent away. <laughs> <laughs> so how much luck do you think Mr. Alred had uh, when Mr. Fitzgerald was his judge? Uh, he actually got, he got time based on the prior crimes that he did, which were pretty bad. So do we know what poem he read? No, I, I looked for it. Oh. It's private. Yo, little Miss Muffet sat on the <laughs> tuffet. Yeah, roses are red, violets are blue. Where you going, they won't see you. <laughs> you like that? You like that, Judge? Yes. So, uh, yes, they both of them served time, but um, Robert served less time because he only had that uh, small infringement. But he did have to pay uh, at least 15000 of restitution mm. to Disney. Mm -hmm. But Larry not only served his, had to serve his time in a maximum prison first for previous crimes and this crime, he had to pay $200,000 back to Disney. So the crazy part is, is that man ended up right where he started. And that's poetic justice for you. Well, didn't one of them get um, fingered for like the cold case murder of somebody else? Yes. Yeah, that what? was that was yes. Larry. Yeah. Oh, okay, Larry. Yes. Yeah, oh, Larry's yeah, a dude. pretty. He's a pretty rough dude. Yeah, he's a rough dude. Yeah. He he. Yeah, yeah I, he I, has I, rapes and kidnappings. Mm -hmm. yeah. I figured I was leaving that out. Kidnappings yeah. and rapes. So he was trying. He was bad. Dude. He was trying to go easy. He was trying to go. He was trying to go legit. And just counterfeit pens. Stop killing people. <laughs> yeah, dude, people. He sold. He sold weed. Everything. This dude. He was. He was a bad dude. He was a bad dude. So pens was like the easiest thing that he's like, hey, I could. I could do this. I get away with this and won't hurt anybody. Yeah, won't hurt nobody. I don't want to hurt nobody. And so they're still in jail. Are they still both in jail? Are they in the witness protection? <laughs> can, can he not even get good uh, spaghetti <laughs> marinara? They gotta get egg noodles and ketchup. I'm just an average Living guy, like, <laughs> like a schnook, like a <laughs> like a scrap. Robert, yeah, like a scrapper. Like, yeah, Robert. I think his his time is about done. But Larry just got out of maximum security prison to be transferred to state prison. So he's hmm. gonna be in there for a good bit. All right, interesting. That was a long. Now I gotta one. go home and check my pens. Yeah, yeah. Sure. If this is Larry on the back, that might be a hint. Got a good pen. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. I you uh, check your pens. This is Johnny your Salami on the back. It's a problem. That's it. Wait, That's wait, a problem. Disney isn't spelled with an S. What the? Why has it got a Z in it? <laughs> it's good. It's still good. Yeah. Alrighty, what you got? All right, so last one. This is the last one, the fourth one, fourth and final one. This one is very short, extremely short. I'm sure you guys have heard this one before because this occurred uh, February of this year, right? I I didn't do it. You didn't do it. <laughs> I mean, it was about cruise. No, it's not. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I won't tell nobody what happened on that cruise. I know what you did. That's right. Last vacation. So what you calling this guy? Oh, I call this one Mouse of Cards. Mouse oh, of Cards. man. Mouse of Cards. Yes, sir. February 2018. Fabio Valdmini. Fabio. Fabio. Okay. Not to be confused with the romantic long hair guy on the book. That's the first thing that popped in my head. Well, yeah. him getting hit in the face by a bird going on the roller coaster. <laughs> that's what I remember. Eat that, Fabio. Uh, <clears throat> so, Fabio, here he has 
a fantastic day at Walt Disney World. Was it fabulous? <laughs> yes, it was fabulous. Fabulous. Yes. Fabulous. fabulous. By the way, I wasn't kidding about Fabio getting hit in the face with a bird. Y'all yeah, you remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I saw that. I can't yeah. remember if that was a Disney uh, or what, but... A flock of seagulls? Yeah. I think it was like a six... It was a big Six Flags type ride. It, it was like, uh... It was, it was like Sully. <laughs> 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 they landed on his face yeah. upside down. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but he was able to land. We can save the flight. We can do it. All right. So, okay, no, no, go ahead. This is uh, short and sweet. All right. So Fabio, right? He has uh, a Fabio or Fabio. I'll go with Fabio. 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 I like Fabio better. Fabio. 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 All right. Fabio. Fabio. All right. Fabio. So he's out at Walt Disney World. He's having a good time. It's him and his three buddies, right? Uh-huh. They're on a two-week vacation. Mm-hmm. They see everything. So they go on a rides. They eat out. They shop. They go to Disney Springs. They both like five grand. And then they get back to the room in the cars area at Art of Animation, and they're waiting for him is a bunch of men in the middle of their room holding Fabio's suitcase. Now, okay. what do you think happens there? Uh, then they take out the little thing they put on their sunglasses, and they tell you, you will live a happy life. <laughs> you black, thank you for your service. You enjoy. <laughs> well, no, I don't know what. Oh, okay. I, I know. They open up the thing, a disco ball pops out, and they all start dancing. They start doing the centipede. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. They open up the suitcase Oof. and there's a gold glow coming out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Golden child. <laughs> Golden child comes out. I, I, I want the knife. Hey, Please. Did you see a hair Krishna midget in a tree? <laughs> That's my favorite That's a line. F- great movie. Man. <laughs> <laughs> watch that over and over. I never get tired I of it. Know. <laughs> all right so, so the golden glow out of the briefcase okay so they all stand so these mysterious men are standing in fabio's room and they're just like you know what the hell are you doing here and it turns out that fabio and his friends were running a credit card scam mm. so they basically were getting a bunch of other people's cards encoding them making the copy of them you know using the actual numbers and then like being like, oh, yeah, this is my name. I'm Fabio. I'm paid. That's mm-hmm. me. And they go on this spree with it. So the first thing that they do when they booked the vacation for two weeks at Art of Animation, it kind of sends a flag to Disney security. But they're like, all right, that's a little weird. It's kind of expensive, but okay, fine. But well, when I was going to say, if, if they were doing that, why didn't they stay at Grand Floridian? But maybe that's why. They didn't want to bring too much attention to themselves. Be too obvious? Yeah. Yeah, well, so, okay, kind of smart. Uh, two, we yeah, had two weeks in Grand Floridian, probably. Like, that's like what, eighty fake cards, probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they weren't quite on Scarface levels of credit card fraud at that point in time, so they weren't ready to live large yet. They were hey, still. Th- th- this isn't Scarface when he was at the end in the mansion. This is Scarface when you know people were getting chopped up with the chainsaw and the. And he was washing <laughs> the dishes. <laughs> yeah, my friend Angel, he, he died for this man. Yes. All right. All right. Go ahead. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. So they basically spend two grand, roughly, at the cars area in Art of Animation. And then they go to Disney Springs, and then they they blow five grand using the same card. So that flags Disney security, right? So they're like, okay, let's just check out these guys' room, 
and see what's going on. It's Did, a good thing it wasn't Ottoman Zoo security because they just would have sent the IT yeah, department. That's right. <laughs> we we closed tickets around there. There you go. Yeah. What are you guys doing out there? You don't sell tickets. You close them. I close the ticket. There you go. What you do a mess with the laptop. <laughs> Ruining my day. Now I'm about to ruin yours. Hey, I should have like made a movie. Off. There you go. Tell you what. Yeah. So uh, so this is security. They knock on the door. Nobody's in there because you know. Fabio and his boys are partying, right? Yeah. They go ahead, go into the room, and they notice that all of the fraudulent credit cards are just sprawled all over the floor in the room. Mm-hmm. And dumbass. Yeah. And then from, you think they would clean up, but you think, like, you think, like, Mousekeeper would have came in and be like, oh, this is bad. All these cars are out here. Somebody, come in here. But I guess not. He's not here. Not here <laughs> right now. Oh, no, no, no. Fabio, oh, not no, here. No. I just leave the towel on the bed and oh, go. Fabio, not here. <laughs> Right. So, they um, at the towel animal of a big of a big dollar sign, right? <laughs> a big credit card. All right. So they go and they find the cards mm-hmm. sprawled out everywhere, and then they decide to look in Fabio's suitcase, and then they find the fraudulent credit card encoder, and of course, mm. Fabio's name is on the suitcase, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you got to name your suitcase. Got to name your suitcase. It should be named done for sure, yes. right on the suitcase. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> You busted. Dumas. So the so at this point, when they find the suitcase, that's when Fabio and his friends walk in and realize that not only had Disney Security found this, but they decided to call the Secret Service as well. So the Secret Service decided to join in on the party too. So it's just a whole card party happening up in no, Fabio's room. Hold on, room. the Secret Service is just hanging around Florida? No, well, uh, apparently this well, security has got their own secret service. You remember? Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> who was okay, telling okay, us okay, about okay, that? Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. Uh, Pete. Pete was telling yeah, us yeah, about I got that. You. Okay, I'm, I was thinking something else. Okay, no, yeah, I don't Disney know. I'm assuming. Service. Was it really? Was it Disney Secret Service? No, it was actual Secret Service. No, it was actual Secret Service. Actual, because it was like I guess because it was like over seven grand. It was like on the same card. Okay, they were like, well, this is weird. But once Disney Security came in and saw all of the fake cards sprawled out on the floor, they're mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah, it's bigger than us. It's time to call Tommy Lee Jones in here. Yes, but my pay grade. I didn't yeah. know they did that. Yeah, well, don't have fake cards in your room, right. and you won't have to worry about that. So is this the plot of Cars 4? <laughs> <laughs> More cards? Yeah. <laughs> Should be. Well, because of that, of course, Fabio's arrested, uh, and they take his three friends in as well. So uh, he is, last I've checked... He's still serving time in Orange County Jail, oh, and wow. the Secret Service is still investigating the card scheme to see how many people's cards and identities uh, have been taken by these uh, these fellas over here, right? So now, okay, so refresh my memory on this. How wh- How is he stealing cards? Was he doing it at Disney World, or was he just like, did, was this something that he did, and he just like, well, I'm on vacation, I'll work in my spare time. Yes, more yeah, yeah, I got the ladder. I got work to catch up on. I work in between ADRs. I got to catch up, you know. Uh, I got yeah. some office work to do. I got a lot of cards to copy here. Yeah. I got time. I got time. I got to keep moving. So, but yeah, well, well, these cats were from Brazil. So, it, uh, I maybe they took some of the cards while they were in the country. So that's what they're chanting. Your credit card numbers. <laughs> ah, darn it. <laughs> Go paid. Yeah. I, they, they may have had everything from there. And then, yeah, just took this vacation to blow off some steam, I guess. Two weeks. 
two weeks. And the Brazilians love Disney World. Yeah, and five grand. But I want to know, like, what? What did they buy for five grand in downtown Disney? Yeah, it's like, that's a lot of games of bowling <laughs> that's at like Splitsville. Two paintings. No, that's they like bought, two paintings. I'm about to say they bought one painting. <laughs> yeah. Anna went to the Kate Spade store, rest in peace, and, and got, you know. Got purse. Yeah, she got that purse, that raincoat. I mean, she, oh, she spent at least a thousand like, cause I felt I felt bad about spending seven hundred and on a Disney store, and That's she's true. like, "It's okay. <laughs> Let me tell you what I did." So yeah, Such you amateur. Yeah, oh man, amateur. <laughs> I, I wasn't doing her when it comes to shopping, but um, yeah, no, you could. No, there's some higher end stores. Drop some money, yeah. yeah. Yeah, especially now, sure. I'm sure they they've installed a lot of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, we got the J and M over there, Johnson and Murphy in downtown. They got like thousand dollar, twelve hundred dollar leather jackets. Yeah. Uh huh. Five hundred dollar shoes. You know. So yes, yeah, you can drop some money pretty quick. I would imagine if you were intent on dropping money. Oh man. Well, that's right. uh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. I'm sure. I'm sure Lee's got some defrauding stories one day. Well, I'm that, sure he like did. maybe like uh, when Lee comes in next time and Kevin leaves, and we always go on afterwards. We'll, we'll get Lee on to tell some of his war stories. Yeah, I'll I'd tell you some most interesting retail nightmare stories. Because like Lee is like when it comes to shoes, Lee's like the uh, Tom Hanks character in Catch Me If You Can. Right. <laughs> <laughs> people right, disguises. Like, like I think yeah. people here Frank. Are joking about Lee and counting shoes, but I don't know if they know what he does for a living. I mean that he audits. No, uh, yeah, it's not just counting shoes. I mean we do full inventories. We investigate. That's where I was at this week. Uh, I was in Dallas at the National Retail Federation uh, conference. Uh, and it's a big deal, man. I mean, there's a lot of vendors and technology, and you would be amazed at some of the stuff that's coming out to uh, that is on to fight, designed to fight fraud and prevent loss and, and things like that. It's amazing some of the technology that's uh, that's, that's out there that you can get into, man. It's it's pretty cool. You know, yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of interesting stuff that you don't know that are behind the scenes on this stuff. Nice. Hmm. You're the Carl Hanratty. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Lee, you want to hear a joke? Okay. Knock, knock. Who's there? Go f*** yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what am I? Amuse you? I'm here to amuse you? No, that's a joke from Go Catch Me If You Can. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. I barely remember I mean, it. Who uh, said it? Did, uh, did Leonardo DiCaprio say it to, to Tom Hanks? No, Tom Hanks said it to the people he was writing. No, never mind. I forgot to explain the joke. It's, it's not a good funny. Movie. It's, it's, not it's a good movie. movie. Go it's watch it again. Movie. It's good. But yes, it. that's, that's, good that's a good movie. That's cool. People felt that he was being too serious, so he told a joke, and that was a joke. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> it's a great I'll movie, anyway. You should go check it out. I'll have to tell that to the kids at Journeys next week. Yeah, for all the people, like, <laughs> we got a, a message from Stephen Downs that said that, uh, we, that we treated you kind of rough on the podcast. Oh, uh, last, last, last week. Last week? Last yeah. Week. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Yeah. Uh, you know, I wouldn't say treated me rough. You uh, you made it an interesting show, to say the least. Absolutely. That's why I told you to go yeah. f*** yourself. It would not have <laughs> <it would laughs> been an interesting <laughs> Well, I couldn't let it go. I mean, I, I had to, like, up the ante now because I don't, I don't want them to think that, oh, it was just that one show. No, it was... Just, I, 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 yeah. Let me be a dick every show. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Putting a D in Disney. Putting a D Putting in Putting a it. D in Disney. Da, 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 da. I'm f***ing it. Oh, <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> Thank you, Pancake King. Hi, <laughs> Hob. Pancake King. That's great. Wasn't it? Yeah, Pancake King. Well, guys, we're curious to know what you think about Eli's Fraudulent Four. Uh, definitely some interesting stories there yes. on the pipe. Uh, thank you for sharing those with us. Thank you, man. You're like the mother goose of crime. I'm working on this, right? I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. you know, this, is, this is like fireside chat kind of stuff. I, I like exactly. it. 
Kind of reminds me of uh, the, the America's Most Wanted show, right? Yeah, that was... Disney's most wanted. Don Walsh. (laughs) Yeah, and I watched a lot. I like I like a lot of the ID Discovery Channel stuff. So all those different crime shows, like Joe Kinder and all that stuff. I'm I'm a big fan. So I was like, yeah, that kind of we put some passion, put some of that of your interest into this topic. Definitely interesting for sure. Yeah, seriously though, that counterfeit pen thing. I really, I want to option the movie rights. I mean, is Elmore Leonard still living? I want to get him to write me copyright. Daddy Wallace. Yes, yes, he he is. He is good. And his girlfriend actually helped to flip on him too. I had to leave that out for the sake of time. No, not Larry. I'm talking about Elmore Leonard. Elmore Leonard. Get Shorty. You know. Oh, I, I want. That guy to write my uh, my I screenplay. I don't think he is. And then Scorsese will direct it, and we'll be paid. Yes, but not kind of fit. It'll be starring De Niro <laughs> and Pacino. Yes, no, it'll be De Niro and Leota. Yeah, and uh, well, somebody will have to get I'm killed sure. early on. It'll be the Pesci. Joe Pesci. Yeah. Joe Pesci. Yeah. <laughs> Leota will work for cheap though. Well, yes, now sir. go get your pin shining rag. <laughs> no, keep, it keep it right here. Keep it right here. All right, guys. We look forward to hearing from you, and we're about to tell you how to get in touch with us in just one second. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that little fraudulent episode of the Magic Our Way podcast. <laughs> um, if you want to learn more about us, magicourway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can also get in touch with us through the following ways. You can shoot us an email at showupmagicrway.com. You can call us or text us at 1-815-MOWEEKEND. That is 1-815... People be stealing. What? 669-4226. Or you can leave a voicemail via speedpipe widget on our homepage. Does that count as a tangent show, by the way? I don't know. It was pretty focused. It was focused. It was on theme. It was pretty focused. It was on theme. That's what I'm asking. I mean, it was all very interesting stories. So. Have you decided to go away from the tangent? He went with a straight and narrow. No, I think no. so. I go with I go with what inspires. He went with sign, right? And cosine. If you saw the sign, I did. It opened up your eyes all day I long. I saw the sign. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look. Well, <laughs> instead of doing tangents, Eli does a lot of things outside of the podcast. Eli, won't you tell me what you got going on? Well, if this is any sign, you know the story. It's all about the glory. I did enjoy doing this one. And uh, you guys, thank you for chiming in. I hope you were entertaining listeners. I hope you were entertained, too. When you're doing your drive, you're sitting there at work. That's what we do. Love to entertain. If you want to see other stories that I do, that is not based on true crime. Although I think I should make a true crime comic now. Sure. Why not? As always, I appreciate the support. You can go to www.ivycomics.com and see other stories that I make involving ninja geishas and people that actually work in a zoo and do security and like fight animals with jetpacks and all kind of crazy stuff. There's blogs in there. There's interviews. Or you who f- who wrestles criminals to the ground to steal. There you go. There's your next comic money book. from you yeah. yeah. Because I was wanted some excitement for my Friday. It just happened. IT by day. Hero all the time. Hero all the time. <laughs> I could just hear the Miami Vice music <laughs> playing in the background as he like chased the guy down. <laughs> Hurry up, just drop on the ground, get tight. <laughs> there you go. Where you going, criminal? <laughs> Working on computers over here. Why hey, you somebody drive the snow cone machine. Hey, where you going over there? Call IT. I'm coming. 911. <laughs>
You're due for an upgrade, boy. <laughs> All right, yeah, do the rest of your promo bad boys, bad this boys. music. So you can go to www.ivycomics.com and see all the craziness that I have going on there. And it's, of course, always there's a link to the Magic Outway podcast. So you never miss a beat because the beat's always good. You can go to Facebook.com and find me, Eli H. Ivory. Project Geisha has own Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Project Geisha. Instagram, I can be found at EIV504. And, of course, Twitter, Hancock10166. So, as always, I appreciate the support. And you never know if you're going to get a tangent or a story or both. Thank you. Well, guys, if you want to travel down to Walt Disney World to see all the places where these events took place, you can do so by booking a vacation with Lee. Lee, tell them how you can do this. Uh, just give me a call at 413-349-8747. That's 413-STOLEN-SNOW-CONES. That's uh, <laughs> 413-SNOWCONES. <laughs> <laughs> uh, email me at lee at magicrway.com you can always check out the facebook page at facebook.com slash travel as always we will get you hooked up and booked up with no scrap of vika scrap of vika and guys if you want to support all of this you can do so through the following ways you can click on our affiliate links on our website you can also buy some beignets and support the show that way you can represent the Moican nation wherever you go by purchasing some fake disney pins from my shop and you can leave a rating interview in iTunes or wherever you download the show, whether it's Stitcher, Blu-ray, Google Play, etc. And remember, we are part of the BS Podcast Network, whose motto is we speak our minds so you don't have to. So be sure to support our partners in podcasting over there. And guys, we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are welcome to the Magic Are Podcast, so get in touch with us today. So Mohegans! Ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Johnny Salami. Sound <laughs> 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 nah. like Robocop on that one. It was that or Tony Bologna. Or so snow cones. You could just do snow cones. Snow cone. I didn't do snow cones twice. Never know what oh happened to yeah, you don't want to disappoint your public. <laughs> <laughs> you what an artist! <laughs> artistic, integ- artistic integrity. Yeah, <laughs> gotta have some artistic integrity. Absolutely. Hey guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh, man. Italians recognizing Italian. You know what song <laughs> he likes that? What song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the Navigator. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, but do you, do you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is an ra- online radio station of Disney fan stuff that we have partnered up with, man. How you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Way and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh-huh. You know, it, 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 what's good about it, yeah, let me tell you what's good, but you hear Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. You could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could probably mm-hmm. hear a country version of this. Oh, wow. You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of... <laughs> Get him, get up again. What you say now? Disney. That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, they don't just give you the normal spiels and, and, and attraction sounds, but they give you every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney songs. Like Tony Bennett right here. This yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. 
You know? I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. Boy, listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay? Man had a radio. Bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh? 